Hello and welcome to episode 28 of Just Keep Writing. A podcast for writers, by writers, to keep you writing. I'm Marshall. And I'm Goofy. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> uh, you know, not as goofy as you, but uh, I'm hanging in there, man. I'm hanging in there. <laughs> hey, hey, what can I say? Life has been going pretty good. I'm just, I'm stupid happy at this point. You got a lot going on, man. I, I do, and it's great. And <laughs> most, I mean, I've shared it with most of you guys. Officially engaged now, um, which just means I dumped a lot of money on a ring and gave it to her. So, yay. That's what happens. <laughs> yep. But, you know, here I am, what, 60 days, 61 days away from getting married? Yeah, Something man. crazy like that? It's all happening quick. Happy for you. <sighs> yeah, it's exciting. So, <laughs> it'll be a fun time for me. How oh, are yeah. you, though? Tell me about, you know, catch us up on... The life of Marshall. Oh, no, I'm good, man. Same old, same old. You know, I'm uh, working hard. All of my things are happening. I'm trying to get some writing in and, you know, taking care of the family. It's pretty much it. Working. Ready for my week off, dude. And uh, I may or may not be seeing you during part of that time, which I'm excited about as well. So What? You might be seeing me for a week? <laughs> I'm going to come out to the old Utah for a few days to L-T-U-E, L-T-U-E or however you want to say that. Um, which is, which is great. I'm looking forward to it. We were talking about it on the last episode and I'm, uh, got some cheap plane tickets. I want to come out there and, um, I'm trying to do more conferences and stuff, man. So that's, uh, one of the main driving forces in that. Um, the other one I'm not going to talk about yet, but, um, uh, there's some other exciting things going on in my world. Um, uh, but I'm just trying to maintain, I'm meeting with another buddy who about writing and got some feedback from you and I'm just going to keep going, man. You know, so that's my goal. Yeah. I mean, sometimes the only thing you can focus on that makes sense is to just keep writing. Indeed. That's almost like it's the name of the show. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised you didn't pull it off this time. I, know, that I was going to say it, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I'm looking forward to seeing you, man. And um, we're going to put something together, I think, pretty quick in the next week or two. Like, yeah. So we should we're... probably talk about it tonight because. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm actually, I'm putting some feelers out there, some preliminary feelers for people I know who will be in the area attending L2E, right? This is going to go for anyone that's been to a conference with us or anyone who's just a listener of the show. We're actually going to do probably a write-in night where, um, similar to what we did in San Diego, um, we just want to hang out. We want to eat dinner with you. We want to, you know, maybe do a little bit of writing. Yeah. Bring your laptops. Um, I'm looking for a venue that doesn't cost me anything, aka a place with big table spaces yeah. to write. Um, so that's gonna that's gonna happen over that. Um, and it probably will not be that Friday night because it's Valentine's, and uh, yeah. I have a date with Marshall and my family. So I'm looking forward to that as well. The kids are <laughs> excited about that. I love the kids. I can't wait to meet them. They're. <laughs> Look, I'm just going to tell you right now, they're probably going to keep wanting you to touch your hair. That's fine. And that is basically because they've never seen someone with dreads. It's okay. I, I, so, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not mad now. I won't be mad then. Okay. I, you know, I just got to <laughs> throw it out there. As long as uh, they don't have like like sticky food on their hands, huh. I'm okay with it. <laughs> oh, gosh. You don't understand. I do. I have hey, two kids. I know. <laughs> if I just think they haven't washed their hands in the last four hours, I'll go tell them to go wash their hands. Yeah. Same. It's disgusting. Their yeah. kids are disgusting, but I mean, they're great, but gross. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
I just I got done teaching a seven year old. Hey, he was six at the time, but hey, don't eat your boogers. Mm, Didn't think I had to do that. Nope. Well, it worked. Now the five year old's doing it all of a sudden because she knows it makes me mad. And every single pet peeve you develop, they will not stop anytime soon. I have nope. noticed. I <laughs> convinced I'm gonna lose. I've been at this for almost eleven years, man. My oldest is is the eleven next month, and uh, yeah, that's the thing. I've been doing this for under a year, and I'm just like, I'm not equipped. Can't do this. Nope, <laughs> not gonna happen. I'm going hey, to fail. <laughs> but it'll be exciting. Uh, yeah. So we're you guys be on the lookout for an event um, during that time frame. What if we did like a um, and since it is the day after. I guess I'm trying to think it, since it is a day after, uh, I keep wanting to say Thanksgiving, uh, Val- Valentine's day, uh, we may luck out. Like if there's a restaurant with like kind of bigger open seating, maybe that might work out like a, I don't know, like a brewery or some kind of like we did in San Diego where it's like, they don't mm-hmm. care if we're there for like three hours. That might not be too bad. So yeah, there's, there's plenty of places to go. It's a matter of finding a, a good venue to where, you know, I want, I want you guys to be able to eat. You know, yeah, for sure. obviously, I'm expecting about 10 people, though, um, okay. so I can't pay for 10 people's meals unless we're going to McDonald's, um, which well, that's I, a thing. We could. I won't eat or go, but Wait, you don't want to you, you, do, you don't want to make fish. <laughs> I, I don't want to eat at the McDonald's. No. Not in Utah. I could do it in my town. <laughs> <laughs> There's one half a mile from here. I don't want to go there. And it's right there. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, there, there's a couple good restaurants in there. It's just, I got to go scope it out. So I'll probably be doing that soon, but yeah, just be on the lookout for that. And, uh, and so what should we, exciting. should we throw it, you want to throw it on discord or Facebook or something? Probably discord, huh? Uh, I so just I, to keep it intimate or what? Maybe a little bit of both. Um, keep your eye on social media. Um, and for our announcement, it'll be probably, I'm guessing the week before the event. So just if you're planning on being an LTE and you don't have plans for Saturday night, you want to hang with us, we'll let you know where. Exactly. And it'll be fun. It's going to be great. Looking forward to it. Uh, I, I'm excited. So we're going to be able to catch up with a lot of people. What else we got going on, dude? Discord has been popping, guys. Yeah. We appreciate the feedback. Yeah. Um, we threw up two new channels on there. So... When we we have a channel there for episode requests, as in we want to he- get feedback from you guys on things. And then, um, so we have a feedback request and then an episode request. Yeah. And I can't say how much I appreciate you guys being able to be open about what you want us to talk about. Um, and so that's actually really going to help us out in planning things and knowing what our audience, which is you guys, want to hear and want to learn about. Um, and it makes it so much easier to find guests too, oh, yeah. who can speak to those things better than we can. Because there's a couple things on there. I was like, nope, can't talk nope. about that. We nope. gotta get someone else. <laughs> I'm not equipped. <laughs> not equipped at all. <laughs> but I'm excited to to see where this goes. So thank you. Keep the feedback yeah. coming, and we'll start arranging guests. Um, I think that'll happen pretty easily. We have a couple in line already. I think the guests, um, us aligning guests with topics that people want to hear i think will be really nice going forward so thank you so what about this week dude if we're done with housekeeping and stuff let's get into it well (laughs) well i gotta know though how how are things coming for your next submission oh and Mm. it will lead into our episode i promise i promise well 
my my next submission, I'm actually I've got three things out there right now. Um, and those are kind of the most polished things I have. I am working on a, the story, the little novelette I was working on. I've been working on since we were on the boat, actually, here and there. I haven't been focusing solely on it, but um, I'm doing pretty well with it. I think I'm in the last quarter of it right now. Um, so I'd like to finish that in the next week or so. And I think I will probably, there's a couple, I have a couple ideas for what I want to do with my novelettes in general, if they don't get published anywhere, but also I want to keep kind of trying at, cause there are some publications that are okay with novelettes. So that's kind of what I'm thinking about Clark's world's one that, um, is not looking for longer pieces like that. But if one of the ones bounces back, I might try, I might revise and try one of those. No. Nope. Um, Clark's world is under 5,000, right? Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. And yeah. Um, have you, and I, I want to say you mentioned this one to me, but uncanny magazine, right? Um, yeah, that one I think is on my list. I have to bring up my list, but, uh, was that the one we were talking about Uncanny magazine? I need to go back to that one. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not quite sure, but I follow them. Yeah. Mm, and they I'll do, look. they do a lot with black authors and artists. Right. So, I thought that was one that you told me about. I think I might have, but then I didn't put it on my list. <laughs> I think it's actually what it is. Uh, so I will dig into my um, my deal here and, and see if I can find it while we chat. Oh, perfect. But anyway, yeah, so I've got a couple, like I said, um, out there. And so we'll kind of see where that pans out. But, um, but yeah, man, I'm still waiting here from Fireside. And then I've got the one from Dominion out there and um, Faya. Again, I tried it. Fire again. Oh, perfect. So, I am yeah. actually excited about Fire. Now, did you resubmit that same piece after you revised it or? No, they won't let you do that. Um, oh, okay. So I actually submitted the um, <laughs> the CI phone story. <laughs> okay. Because I just like that one. Yeah. Um, and that, and that's the same one that you did for Surrey, right? That's the same one I did for Surrey. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, so, yeah. Well, I don't know if we talked about it last time, but... Uh, you did make it through the first read on Fireside. Yeah, we did talk about it. Um, we got through. So let's just see what happens, dude. Um, uh, I think there's a lot of submissions out there uh, and it's taking them a while to go through them. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, dude. I, I'm i glad to say that I, I made it past the first round in something. So that means a lot to me. But uh, it's really good, like confidence wise to know, hey, I made it past the first read, like. It's better than a no. (laughs) Well, it's not a no yet. That's the way I look at it. (laughs) It's like Homer Simpson. Wrong, Bart. This is the worst (laughs) day of your life so far. Because you don't know how bad tomorrow's going to be. Exactly. Um, And I'm actually keeping track of some manuscript, um, some little, not indie, I guess the best way to say are indie publishers, sort of. Just like things I see pop up on Twitter and stuff. I'm just kind of keeping track of ones I hear about that are looking for things similar to what I write. Not that I have a manuscript ready to submit or anything, but like, it's just one of those things I'm kind of always keep my eye out for just to see what pops up. And I do not have, I have my thing up here. I do not have uncanny and uh, that one up here. So definitely something that I think uh, you and all our listeners should take a look at. uh, Sounds good. Maybe submit. I don't know. I haven't looked at the submissions yet or the guidelines for it. Um, and I asked you this about what you have out there because last episode we talked about stretching yourself as a writer. Yes. And you had mentioned 
to stretch yourself as a writer, you started writing short fiction. Yes. So it's been a week since you, you to kind of process things for you. Um, I'd like to ask you though, since that, you know, we recorded that episode and it's been out, have you done anything else in this last two weeks to further stretch yourself? Uh, yes and no. And when I say yes, it's that I'm continuing to write short fiction, but I'm also, which is why this is taking me so long to write. This is not something I'm used to writing. Like it's not a genre. I'm not even sure what genre it fits in. Cause I don't know cyberpunk well enough to know that it, to, to know whether or not I'm writing cyberpunk, but I do know that I'm writing a story about a cybernetic and cybernetically enhanced assassin uh, so does that count? <laughs> Are they going against the established order? E- yes. Then I believe it's cyberpunk. Interesting. I, if you guys can okay. see my face, you know I'm totally not sure of my own answer. Yeah, those of you not benefiting from the video feed, yes, he is uh, squinting what? quizzically. <laughs> uh, but And so I'm staying with that, uh, but I'm really actually thinking about putting it down if I don't finish it by the end of the week, because there's been a fantasy story in my old work in progress that um, is forming in my mind, a short, short fiction piece that I'm thinking I might take a stab at um, just to kind of revisit that world to see if that rekindles something. I know this is not still not taking me back to my current whip, whip, but I'll get there. Hey, no big deal. So I'm not stretching very much. But I want to. Uh, but I, you're still <laughs> stretching. I mean, it's been two weeks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but you're still stretching, and I and I think that's a very good take. Um, so last week, uh, we out or last episode, we actually put out to you guys, and we asked some of the ways that you guys stretch yourselves. And I wanted to highlight a couple people in this first half. Um, so is it a yoga one? Because yoga's good. <sighs> God, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love yoga. I wish I was. I wish I, I. I was still doing it consistently, but that made me laugh. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> I no. I I'm throwing out. Yesterday, we, I asked for a last call. Um, you know, for ways that you stretch yourself as a writer. <laughs> Austin Alander, you win it, dude. You won Discord for the day. He straight up said yoga. Oh, that was great. I love it. And it just, it just made my day. So, the serious submissions. <sighs> What do we got? <laughs> um, so I, I want to highlight Will Ralston and also David Well. Um, excuse me, David Whale. Um, both of them are talked about writing the other and how they mm-hmm. do that. Um, and kind of hi- highlight what Will said and summarize it. Uh, Will's currently trying to write people of the other and mm-hmm. their current work for a short story that they did to try to stretch themselves on is writing four different women and making sure they have four distinct voices, attitudes, and life experiences to make sure they can write the other. And this includes political lines, uh, how they're raised different, how, Uh, what disabilities, stuff like that. Yeah. And you know, things like that. And I I thought that was very cool. And then David came in at the same time and was like, I try to write different ethnicities and genders. Like, you know, and he right. brought up the disabilities as well. And 
uh, even openly saying, hey, writing non-binary character with chronic issues is a challenge for me. And right. it's like, cool. It, I love that, you know, David, you can come out and admit that because it takes a lot. Like, to say, hey, I suck. Like, not saying you suck at this, David, but I suck at this. You know, this is why what I'm trying to work on. Yeah. Um. So, and this is really interesting right now, too, because I – I know from talking to a couple other folks that are trying to be published and, and, and kind of seeing what's going on in the writing world. I know there's a lot more, and then this happens in, this is happening too in on the small screen and the big screen. Like we're seeing mm-hmm. a lot more diversity and a lot more um, directors and writers from different backgrounds and um, ethnicities and all that kind of stuff and um, gender and that kind of stuff. And I, and I like that, that this is what, is happening in fiction. It's because, especially when it comes to genre fiction, we're, we're writing. And I I think I said this last time we were kind of writing the other all the time, you know what I mean? But what's it like to write, um, you know, the other on earth in our heads, you know, if you're a white guy writing a, you know, a non-binary character with a disability, for example, right? Like what if that's in space, (laughs) you know what I mean? And so you get like things like getting the ninth where it's like, you know, necromancer lesbians in space. And it's like, it sounds kind of almost funny when you say it, but man, that book's a hoot. You know what I mean? It's really oh, cool. It, you know what I mean? And it's so it well was done. so different. Yeah. And, and it's hard to do. And I like the breath of fresh air that all this stuff is bringing and yeah. the challenge it's bringing to writing too, obviously, you know? Um, so yeah, I'm the challenge I'm having right now. And the piece I'm working on right now is trying to write a character who is, disassociating himself from humans. Like he doesn't look at other people as humans because he's so he's closer to he's, he thinks he's not better than, but he is cybernetically enhanced to the point to where he doesn't look at humans as humans anymore. And it's a weird challenge I'm, I'm facing and I don't even know if I'm pulling it off or if I should try to pull it off, but it's kind of fun. So that's stretching myself for sure. Well, it kind of actually reminds me of the, the Dan Well series, John Cleaver, right. right? Yeah. Where he's he more associates with demons than he does humans, mm-hmm. and he can understand them better. So I guess the best way to explain it then in that context would be like, okay, so you know how when he's referring to bodies as it. Yeah. My character partway through after his last enhancement starts referring to, he starts instead of naming people as humans, he's naming them by like, not saying it so much, but like by what they're wearing or like they're a thing or they're just there. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. it's kind of a weird challenge that I'm, it, I, I think I'm failing, but it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually understand that really well because yeah. it is uh, uh, looking at a military standpoint when you're looking for someone or you're describing someone, you right. don't say, Hey, we have a, a human male, yada, right. yada, yada. It's like, Hey, we have, one enemy insurgent right ak brown vest white pants no shoes black hair you're you're separating the humanity from yes what you have to do to that thing or that person yes because i and i feel like there's a difference in saying she and she and him they Mm -hmm. them right and those are very personal to a human being right um and i'm I'm trying to make sure i say this correctly without sounding like an idiot um 
when you take that away, you also take away it's a it's a mother, it's a father, it's a brother, yeah. sister, you know, right. it's someone who accomplished this or someone who accomplished that. It's no, you are blue shirt. Well, and at the part in the story I'm writing, that's essentially what I, I'm trying not to use pronouns when he's referring to his targets or the people that are trying to stop him from his target. Mm-hmm. So he he meets up with these two big burly guards and one's wearing a black suit and one's wearing a gray suit and he calls them black suit and gray suit. And it's just, you know what I mean? And it's like, and he, it, it's, it's really interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, uh, I'm messing I, with it a little bit. No, I totally love what you're doing. Cause you're, you're taking the human element out of it and mm-hmm. for the purpose of him being able to kill him. Right. So I, I love, I love it. Um, now do I you think we got off track? Probably. But that's you stretching <laughs> yourself as a writer. Well, I remember that's what I was trying to do. And that's really what why this piece is difficult right now. Is I'm trying to do something that I've, I don't think I'm actually pulling off. But it's kind of in, entertaining myself to try to do, you know? Yeah. No, totally. Let me ask you this as well. Mm. How do you know you actually stretched yourself as a writer? Um, because I think in my current example, I'm basically taking all the things that I know, I mean, I have a degree in English and I, I'm, I, I know words pretty well, you know, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to look at, I'm trying to look through a character's eyes and where that person is coming from and write at, from that perspective more than I normally would. Do you know what I mean? Like to the point to where I'm trying to convince the reader that this character is, that they're going along with it. You know what I mean? And they're, and they're, I want them to be kind of like with the John Cleaver stuff. I wanted it to be okay. And it make, I want it to make sense that this mm-hmm. character is do is referring to people. And I also kind of want it to be subtle when it starts to happen. And then at the end, I don't want it to happen at all. Do you know what I'm saying? And so right. I've never tried to do anything like that before. So for me, that's stretching myself. But at the same time, I think that's another aspect of writing the other, because it's something that you don't, I don't know. I've never been in the military like you. Like I've never actually experienced that thing, which is why I think I'm not pulling it off. You know what I mean? So I'd be interested when I actually, I revise it and see like, does this, uh, you know, with this, does this actually make sense? You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. Honestly, from the sounds of it. And I know you're, you're reading history and I'm pretty sure you got it. You know, well, it's a confidence level, sir. Confidence (laughs) level. (laughs) (laughs) No, I appreciate it. But I mean, we're, you know, and for me, like writing something I've never written before is a stretch, but at the same, cause I'm not just going back to a world that I've been, I've had in my head for 20 years. I'm yeah. not going back to, I'm not, I'm not only that I'm writing in a genre. I'm not right. I don't normally write in. I'm also writing from a perspective that um, I'm toying. I'm, I'm experimenting with. Right. And I'm also trying to build a, I'm trying to keep that character voice, you know what I mean? Um, because there's things that this, that this character wants, you know, um, that will probably never happen because of what's going on in the world that I'm creating. You know what I mean? So it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, I'm not explaining it very well, but at the same time, um, I'm also really tired. So here we are. (laughs) Totally fine. Um, I mean, so you did mention it though. Like you're, you're stretching yourself writing in a different genre altogether. Right. Yeah, Um, for sure. And, and that's actually something from our, our feedback that we got. Um, you know, one of our one of our people said, "Hey, 
I try new genres to stretch myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, I, and I like that too. And that's something you and I both have done openly admitted to um, because you, you're forced to do different things in a different genre sometimes. Um, when also read other genres too. Uh, yeah. Read that with is it. not always easy. <laughs> I was going to say read with intent because there's yeah. – I find myself there when I enjoy a good book, I enjoy a good book and I just mm. like, I love the story. Right. And then it's like, oh, she is like, the hell did they do right? What did they do wrong? I don't know. <laughs> but then like there's reading when it's like, hey, no, I'm going to focus on this because I'm trying to write sci-fi in space and this is a sci-fi in space book. Let me focus on certain aspects of it. Right. And as I'm listening and reading it, it's like, Okay, like I can extrapolate from that. Um, so stretching yourself as a writer and trying new genres is totally viable. Um, yeah. And I, I think it's – I don't know if it's common or if it's not common, but, you know, it's what you and I started with. Uh, clearly, there's people in our Discord that do it as well. Um, right. Well, we also so. have a fine – I mean, everybody has a finite amount of time. And what do you spend your time researching? What do you spend your time – um, outside of if if you're setting forward to write a certain amount of day or a certain amount of time or a certain amount of words in a week or whatever that might look like, uh, what do you spend the rest of the time doing? And if you're stre- if you're trying to stretch yourself a bit more, okay, so getting in the ninth is not a genre I probably would have picked up or not a book I would have picked up had I not loved the people that were recommending it to me on the boat. <laughs> and- exactly. And I love them so much and I, and I respect them to the point where like, I've got to try this book because they, they loved it so much. But what I found helpful about that text was the fact that it was a mixture of sci-fi and fantasy, which is my current work in progress is attempting to do. And I absolutely love that crossover. Yeah. And that's in my head, both my old whip and my current one are kind of a mixture of the two in my head. Again, don't think I'm pulling it off, but it would be nice to be able to find that medium ground where it works like a getting in the ninth kind of thing. And obviously that's super popular and that's, I'm not comparing my writing to that person, obviously, but the idea is that that's why I enjoyed that book so much. Um, Why I'm looking forward to the sequel and see how that goes too. So yeah, that sequel should be exciting. Um, And kind of, you know, Constance Faye mentioned this one in our discord as well. Um, and you just mentioned it as well to me, like, hey, like, you want me to kind of read it and give you some feedback if you were able to pull a technique off that you're stretching yourself to do, right? Yeah. Um, beta readers, right? right? That's another way you can gauge yourself if you're being successful or not. Um, and I also firmly believe to beta read for other people to stretch yourself. Yeah. Um, because then you're, when you're critiquing someone, you're able to pull out what they're doing well, what they're, what they need work on. And mm-hmm. now you have viable options that you're focused on that are doing it right. And you can compare yourself. Hey, I'm struggling here, but you're good here. How do you do it? Yeah. Teach me. You know, it's one of those things, in my opinion. No, I think you're right, dude. Um, and, and that's, and that's where I think these where the power of writing groups and stuff. And some of the more successful authors, obviously that we know, um, that's their bread. They're not bread and butter, but they're, the core of why they are so good and consistently good is because they have that constant feedback loop. You know what I mean? Of yeah. people, people, okay. They have sensitivity readers and beta readers or alpha readers and beta readers. And they have this cycle that they go through 
and people that they trust, you know what I mean? And going into it with an intent saying, am I pulling off the fact that this, that this uh, character is losing his humanity? If this doesn't come through, what can I do better? And Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And I think that's, I think that's, um, it's super important. Oh, for sure. Speaking of beta readers. Yeah. Just want to give a shout out to Dan Everson. Okay. Hi. Hi, Dan. Dan, good luck. Dan requested feedback through our Discord, and uh, I know some people were able to help him out with that and stuff. So, and he just did a submission um, this last Sunday. So, Dan, I just want to say good luck. Hope, yeah, definitely good hope, luck. Hope dude. you make it through to the next round. Um, if you do, let me know, and I will actually give you my feedback on time. <coughs> I, I'm sorry, I failed you. <coughs> <laughs> Failure, but it's okay. Failure. I'm not mad at you. Okay, good. Um, so that's <laughs> other than what we've talked about, um, and you know, doing yoga, there wasn't okay. outside of you know beta readers and writing the other and stuff like that. Didn't get a whole, um, didn't get a whole mass of anything outside of those two, um, right. except for you know funny comments along the way. Well, yeah, but I think I think what's important though too, man, is that you know the reason that we got the feedback we we received was because those are the things that we're all, we all need to be doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Trying out new genres, getting people involved, beta reading and reading other people's stuff. Those are, those will all make us better. And, and when we want to stretch, that'll help us feel more confident when it comes down time to do it too. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I want to write in, if I want to write in a different genre, you know, at some point I'm going to be like, dude, am I even pulling this off? Cause you write in this genre. That's, that's a, that's a powerful thing to be able to do. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be like, if I were to try to write a romance novel right now, oh, I would have sh- to, I, could you imagine? But I'm no, saying like, I that's could. so I, out of I my can't. wheelhouse that if I was trying to do it, I'd be like, okay, I need to read a bunch. And then I would have to write something and then be like, okay, here are the five, here, five people I know that write romance. Please tell me what's happening here. You know what I mean? Um, and I have, a, I have a buddy that writes romance who I, who I talk to or write some romance. Um, and that's one of the things we've been talking about too, is um, bouncing back and forth between genres and trying to kind of bridge the gap between the genres too, a little bit, which, you know, not everybody's able to pull off, but at the same time um, it's a really nice when it happens. Like, like I said, with Gideon the ninth and that kind of thing, that's really yeah. nice when it happens. So yeah, anyway, totally agree. Man, sorry. I'm just going through Discord right now. You guys, I love all the feedback that we've been giving, getting. Um, and I'm looking at the episode ideas ones right now. Oh, I'm like, oh, so, we have all kinds of good stuff. So am I. <laughs> and, I and I've seen it three times now in a quick search through is our approach and technique to plotting world building. Mm-hmm. And then also our approach and technique when we are doing short stories versus novels. Right. Um, and so I'm actually... You know, just kind of reading this, spitballing with you guys on air, whatever. That will, that will be coming, and I think we should bring someone in I abso- also for that. I do. I would love to bring a guest in um, that we can record with during the week that you were here in Utah. Uh, okay. I'll bring my stuff. That, that would be a great one, and maybe possibly make that a two-parter. For sure. Because I, I feel like we could definitely talk about two hours on that one. Sounds good to me, man. But... Uh, um. Well, should we get back to writing and then let these guys write and then tell us more of what they want to hear about from us? Yeah, I, you know, I, I want to hear success stories. How about that? 
Yeah. I want to know that you guys stretching yourself as writers is actually working for you. And if you guys need anyone to read your stuff, hit me up. And come see us next month. We'll be... Uh, we will well, be in Provo, Utah. Well, I'll be in Utah. You're already in Utah. Yeah, but I'm not in Provo. I know. I'm just messing with Thank you. goodness. <laughs> I mean... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll be in Utah next month. If you're going to be out there, keep an ear out on, uh, like I said... Um, and I had on our social media and we'll let you guys know when we're going to do our little meetup and, uh, I'll probably have recording equipment if you want to talk to us. So that'll be fun too. God, I am so excited for that. I have to, I have, yeah. to, we have to do it. I know. Now I got to figure out how to get it there. Easy. <laughs> Tell me what you want and I'll go buy it. <laughs> uh, we'll talk on mic off mic how much that stuff is, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm messing with you, buddy. Uh, All right, dude. Uh, I, this has been fun. Let's uh, so give us feedback, and we'll—I uh, guess—we'll see you in Utah. This has been Just Keep Writing, a podcast for writers by writers to keep you writing. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Nick is at Bright Inks. You can find this show on iTunes and your favorite podcasters. So like and share this show with your writing community. If you'd like to share or discuss anything we talked on the show or whatever you have going on, you can post it on our Discord channel facebook page or send it to me i am marshall at marshallcar.com or nick at nicholas bright at brightings.org you can find our writing and the show notes for each episode on our websites marshallcar.com and brightings.org lastly if you want to support the show the best way to do that is patreon.com slash just keep writing and you can find us there and give us a couple bucks an episode and help us do what we do and we can help you now just keep writing